This is episode 41, The Controversy Between Thyroid and Iodine. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. When I talk to a lot of women, there's a lot of fear around iodine and there's tons of information out there. Every blogger has a different opinion on if you should take it, if you shouldn't take it, what kind to be taking, how much you should be taking, so on and so forth. So I wanted to combine the research that I have done along with clinical practice on what I recommend you should do and where to start when you are considering using iodine. So first, let's talk about Victoria. So Victoria was a 49-year-old woman who had many symptoms related to obesity. Her weight was as high as 275 pounds, and she was suffering from um, several esophagus (laughs) um, imbalances, a lot of things like GERD, um, acid reflux, things like that. And she also was diagnosed with secondary hyperpituitary thyroidism, um, kidney stones, ulcers, chronic stiff neck, stress, irritability before meals and she couldn't skip meals. She was also experiencing anxiety and she did not enjoy her job very well. Victoria's first hair analysis was somewhat unusual with the focus on low patterns of low sodium and the low potassium ratio, meaning she's stressed. (laughs) She's overworked. She's, her mind is racing all the time, and it also revealed a high levels of lead, mercury, arsenic, and aluminum. Prior to working with us, she had done a lot of studies about nutritional balancing or uh, mineral balancing on the internet and became very committed to the program and the process um, because she, she knew the benefits of it, especially willing to follow the the plan. She went without wheat and without sugar and had plenty of veggies, right? Um, Within eight months, her weight decreased by over 75 pounds. And the next time she visited her doctor, her esophagus, you guys, was like completely healed, which was much to her doctor's surprise. The hyper, the hyper parathyroidism also improved along with her other symptoms. So weight loss, you guys, is really simple 
and effective and safe for most people on a proper, <clears throat> properly balanced um, nutrition program. If one follows the nutrition plan and gets the help along with those targeted nutrition uh, supplementation, they can experience massive results in such a short period of time. So for example, you guys, in the Hansen Method, when I work with my clients, we track their success. Every 30 days, we're evaluating their progress um, in addition to <laughs> tracking in, in a lot of other ways. But we have them fill out a form where they're rating their symptoms. We're going through all the symptoms from neurological to hair, skin, nails, um, brain fog, uh, headaches. I mean, you name it. We're, <laughs> we're getting down in the weeds with them. And we are finding that on average, our clients are experiencing an 80% reduction of their symptoms across the board within four months, which is really incredible. And I attribute a lot of this to the customized plan and the customized protocol along with the functional testing that we do. So getting back to iodine, iodine was very instrumental to Victoria in her restoring process. Um, so anyways, let's let's dive into iodine. <laughs> iodine is slightly acidic forming mineral that is often referred to as the thyroid mineral. However, every cell in the body utilizes iodine in some form. The main problem involving iodine today is it's not as simple as a deficiency, but it encompasses the environmental contaminants which antagonize iodine. And we'll get into this more in just a few minutes. But first, before we start with any supplementation, you guys, we want to start adding in good high quality food sources for the iodine. Sources that include sea vegetables, potatoes with the skin on, um, some of my favorite are the Yukon or a red potato because it's really easy <laughs> to eat with the skin on. It's not tough like an Idaho potato or something like that. Green beans, cranberry, shrimp, cod, turkey breast, berlina, and dried prunes, as well as those navy beans. One of my favorite and most easy ways to get iodine on a regular basis is to include spirulina in your smoothies in the morning. I do this a few times a week. It's not every day. Um, probably two to three times a week. It just kind of helps off balance and it gives my body a, a variety of foods. But spirulina really is great for those of us with thyroid imbalances because it's high in protein. It's high in B vitamins, which help provide us with good sustainable energy and help us kind of kick our day off <laughs> um, really nice in the morning. It has some copper in it, some iron, um, along with magnesium, potassium, and manganese. It's also rich in antioxidants. And antioxidants are beneficial for combating oxidative stress. And oxidative stress is harmful to our DNA and our cells, causing chronic inflammation. So this will help bring down pain, inflammation, um, and help restore the DNA and, and cellular function. It also improves or reduces blood pressure. It improves allergy symptoms. So if you really struggle with those nasal passages, if you're on Zyrtec, if you're taking Allegra or something for those allergies consistently, consider adding in a little bit of spirulina every once in a while because it's been proven to help with those allergy symptoms. It also protects against anemia. 
especially if you have a history of anemia or you're currently going through it, um, because of the iron levels and because it is in a natural form and bioavailable and dramatically alive, the body knows what to do with that and is able to bring those iron levels up um, to prevent the anemia or help protect the body against that. It also aids in blood sugar control. So when they studied, they did a two-month study on people who have type 2 diabetes using spirulina, and it helped reduce their A1C levels, and that's amazing, (laughs) right? It helped some of them get off metformin, um, reduce the metformin, things like that. So moving on to those sneaky environmental antagonists, we call those thyroid blockers inside the Hansen method. So chemicals like fluoride, bromides, um, chlorine, those chemical compounds, you guys, can be found in food. They can be found in your water. They can be found in the air. And that competes with the iodine and the ability for the body to absorb it and utilize it in many of the enzymes. And this is a major reason for iodine deficiencies today, even if we are eating those iodine-rich foods. And these thyroid blockers are really creating a severe iodine deficiency among Americans and some Europeans. So I want to expand on this a little bit more (laughs) and help you make some correlations between your symptoms and what you guys have going on right now. So for example, it's summertime, right? It's June, it's hot out, people are spending more time at the swimming pools, Um, we're having an increased exposure to chlorine because of the swimming, unless you have a saltwater pool. (laughs) And this added exposure to the chlorine can exasperate some of the issues that you are experiencing if your iodine levels are already low. So things like fatigue or frustration, depression, hypothyroidism, hypoglycemia, cold hands and feet, weight gain, irritability, headaches, migraines, vaginal infections such as yeast infections, anxiety, slow cognitive function, meaning like that brain fog, um, poor immune function, some cysts on your breast or your ovaries. And in some cases, you guys, this can be linked to infertility in both men and women. So let's take a look here with some common patterns that we see during summertime. We're tired. (laughs) We're not going to bed. We're probably gaining weight. We're a little more on edge and irritable with our kids, our family, our spouses. We are just, ugh, right? Like we keep going because we want to have fun and we want to be, you know, the the life of the party or we want to just be present and be able to engage with people. But we find that we are drained. You guys, this could be because of the added exposure to a poor diet, obviously, but then looking at the levels um, of pool, right? The Your chlorine exposure, your fluoride exposure, um, things like that. Now, we live in Arizona. It's hot. We spend a lot of time in the pools. And so I know our exposure to the chlorine increases. Now, a little tidbit here for you guys is you can use some iodine on the inside of your wrist, do a little patch test to help offset the chlorine. Now, I'm going to get into testing here. This isn't, it's not a band-aid solution, you guys. We really need to be looking further 
and understanding how this is playing in and what we need to do to further protect ourselves. So let's first look at the fluorides. These are the worst thyroid blockers, you guys. The main source today of fluoride is in the water supply. These artificial fluoride compounds have been used for over 50 years, and this contaminant is in most of the groundwater, if not all of the groundwater in America. This means that this is in the irrigation water that is being used to also grow our food and the food and the water supply that we are preparing our food in. Um, this also includes foods like breads or pastas or baked goods where you're having to mix in a little bit of water um, for those things. Now, chlorine, this chlorinated compound is also an additive that is used in a lot of water supplies, such as pools, such as drinking water. And chlorine has been used to whiten a variety of foods, such as flours and sugars. And it is also widely used in the industry when as a bleaching agent. And it also has antibacterial and antiviral agents to sterilize and cleanse the product. So a lot of people will use those. Um, bromines or bromides are highly toxic elements as well um, and used by the law. They use that they use those to help rise bread. So if you're buying conventional bread at the store, making sure that you're looking at those ingredients. Um, previously they used iodine for bread making <clears throat> and foolish health care authorities believe that people um, might be getting too much iodine. So now they force the bakers to use the bromine instead. And this is really just another reason we should avoid those baked goods if we value our health. Um, in my home, we like to make homemade sourdough bread, things like that. You guys, that's always going to be a little bit better than buying conventional baked goods. I really hope you guys can see that this is so difficult to do on your own. Um, <laughs> before recording this, I spent several hours kind of sifting through information, sifting through PubMed and the NIH and, you know, textbooks and things so that I could bring you the most up-to-date and accurate information. And this is why anyone with chronic health issues across the board, I recommend doing a few things. Number one, you guys, invest in the functional testing. I cannot stress this enough. It is worth the money to do the testing. Every single time I do any kind of functional testing, um, I learn more about my body. And it's really an invaluable pieces of information for me to help me get closer to my goals, right? This, there's, the, the cost outweighs the information I get a thousand times. So I highly recommend you do that. The second thing that you need to do, especially if you're investing in the functional testing, is work with a qualified practitioner to help you address these areas. Because, and I'm assuming here <laughs> that you all have thyroid issues if you're listening to the podcast. Um, and that's exactly what we do is we work with clients and all of our success coaches that we have we all have thyroid imbalances in different areas, in different ways. We have different stories and we're able to help you execute the plan and move forward because we've lived it. We know what the container looks like. We know how to implement 
the strategies of supplementation and food, along with our professional backgrounds, right? We have everything from people who are health coaches to functional uh, diagnostic nutritionists to holistic nutritionists. We have one of our coaches. She's going to school for naturopathic medicine, but we all have thyroid. We've all gone through this journey Um, Some of them have also gone through my program as well. We know what this is. We know how to get you there. And I want to give you the hope that you need. But guess what? (laughs) Um, I know we're not the only women out there. (laughs) This isn't the only thyroid program out there. We aren't the only coaches out there. But I can tell you, I know our success rate is extremely high because I have tracked it. I have not found any other practitioners that are making the promises and the claims because they don't do the personalized protocols that we do, right? Our protocols include dietary, (laughs) nutritional support, supplementation, and lifestyle, along with helping to give you the container to implement the strategies that we're teaching you about. And all of it is customized to you. So enough about that. <laughs> Let's talk about the testing really quickly because this is very important. Um, there is a urine test called the urinary iodine clearance test. This isn't a good test. This isn't as good of a test as blood work. Okay. So urine is going to be the least. Then blood work is going to be a little bit better because it's going to show what is free floating in your blood. The best way to test for it though, you guys, is through an HTMA, a hair trace mineral analysis, because this test allows us to see how the minerals are playing a part in the body, which is really the most important thing (laughs) um, versus what is free floating in the blood. And you guys, I'm sure many of you guys can attest to this when it comes to thyroid levels, right? Your thyroid hormones, you're like, okay, I feel like crap, but all of my labs (laughs) tell me I'm normal. It's because the hormones are free floating. But when we look at the tissues, when we look at the cells, the cells aren't able to uptake the nutrients that are there and available because of cellular dehydration, because of cellular um, issues, right? Um, What is the word that I'm looking for? cellular damage, right? This cellular damage because of oxidative stress and inflammation is being placed on the body. And so we have to look at these key components when it comes to all of this. So before I wrap up this geek fest, I wanted to take a quick touch or take a quick look at another key part of iodine, and that is selenium. So selenium is probably the most important synergistic element for iodine. The conversion of iodine in the thyroid gland involves oxidation and oxidation reaction that requires enzymes called TPO. So again, TPO is one of those things that should be tested on your thyroid panels because (laughs) it is looking at the antibody levels for your thyroid. So this TPO, this requires hydrogen, hydrogen peroxide If there's too much hydrogen peroxide that is left on the thyroid, this can lead to Hashimoto's disease, okay? And this is, again, related to selenium and iodine and having the right balance. Selenium is also required for the enzymes needed to convert the inactive 
T4 to a much more active form of thyroid hormones, which is T3. Any deficiencies of selenium in the body will impair T3 production and thus causing hypothyroid symptoms, fatigue, weight gain, irritability, constipation, low energy, brain fog, hair loss, all of those things, low body temperature. Other minerals such as manganese, magnesium, and copper are also needed to make this balance happen inside the body. So again, you guys can see this is very complex and I don't expect you guys to know and understand how to resolve all these symptoms. And so that's why, again, I recommend you guys work with a qualified practitioner on addressing these issues because you're going to spend more time researching. You're going to spend more time not getting to the answer and it's going to cost you time, energy, money, finances, trying to guess on the supplementation, trying to guess on do I need iodine and what's the right test and how to do this and what do I need to do and what's the right balance. You guys can read all day long. <laughs> At the end of the day, I recommend getting the functional testing, working with a practitioner. That's going to be the fastest path to success for you guys. <laughs> Hopefully in this episode, you learned some really amazing things about the importance of iodine and having the right balance for proper thyroid hormones and conversions and all of those wonderful things. I will see you guys in the next. Before you go, I want to make an offer to you guys. Now, there's no pressure here, but if you are like me and you just want to get to the root of the issue and you want help and you want guidance and you just want to know what to do and you are an action taker and you are highly ambitious, we have several spots that are open for the Hansen Method. Our schedule fills up very quickly. So if you are interested in getting in, filling out an application and joining us, please take the time to visit the show notes and schedule your thyroid breakthrough call. We will be talking to you about what is holding you back. Where do you want to go? How do you want to feel? And then give you our personal and professional recommendations on the next step for you so that you can get out of this thyroid chaos once and for all. Wait before you go! Please subscribe if you found value in today's episode. Leave us a review and share on Instagram and please tag us. We love your reviews. Pretty please.